0: DNA libraries and generating cDNA. Uh, We actually talked about this in the Contradictions to the Central Dogma module. I think it's season one, episode two. We talked about reverse transcriptase. That's this module. Um... So yeah, it's actually, it seems very complicated, but it's quite simple uh, when you kind of reason with it. Um, Let me get the DNA libraries out of the way. Basically, uh, they're like this online, or not online, but this information hub for a specific protein's genetic code, like you can search for them. You can search for a protein's genetic code, the the genetic code of hemoglobin if you want to. So you can see why that would be pretty uh, pretty useful for researchers and scientists and all that. You input the protein, output um, is the genetic sequence. So the process is uh, two steps. Basically, what we're trying to do is you take your protein. We're trying to get all the way back to DNA. Remember, protein synthesis was DNA to protein. Here we have the protein. We're going all the way back to their its DNA form, and then we inject it in a virus and and put that virus in a bacteria to make the DNA sequence for us. Um, let me go in depth though. Number step one is you have your amino acid sequence, which is just the protein. You uh, have the so using that you get the mRNA strand that was used to code for that sequence, um, and then you uh, take this mRNA strand and you use reverse transcriptase. Remember, reverse transcriptase undoes transcription. So transcription was you had a DNA strand, double-stranded, you made a single-stranded RNA molecule from it, using a temp- using it as a template. Here, we're using the RNA strand as a template, and we're making DNA. Okay, so that's what reverse transcriptase does. So when you apply reverse transcriptase to mRNA, out pops DNA. And so we call this cDNA, complementary DNA, right? So now you might say, okay, that's, that's great now. We have the DNA, now we can just put it in our virus, right? No, because... This DNA, cDNA is single stranded. I know even though it's DNA and DNA is all, always double stranded, this is DNA that is single stranded. cDNA is single stranded. And you might and you know, you know, you might wonder why are why do we have to do, you know, why are we stuck with this single stranded DNA? Now we have to do an extra step to make it double stranded. Remember in protein synthesis, we were, going, we were taking DNA, a double-stranded molecule, and we were making a single-stranded molecule. So we started out with, you know, with a more complex molecule and we made a more simple molecule. So we could do it in one step because when we synthesized the one strand, mRNA is only one strand, so we're done. But here we're trying to make DNA okay? And DNA is double-stranded. So even when we make one strand, we need to make its complement also. And so that is step uh, one, two, three. That's step three, is you make its complement using what else? Polymerase, right? When a Polymerase synthesizes new strands for us. So you have your protein, you use its mRNA sequence, you perform reverse transcription to make single-stranded complementary DNA. Now you use DNA polymerase to form what's called DSDNA, double-stranded DNA. And we're done. That's step one. And I know, you know, you might have lost me. It's very simple. DSDNA is just the DNA form of our mRNA strand. We have gotten back to the very first step of transcription where we had the DNA strand. We that we, we, we weren't done when we made C-DNA because that's single-stranded. So we had to make it double-stranded using a DNA polymerase enzyme. And so now we have double-stranded DNA. Now we can move on to the easy one. Step two is you inject this DNA into a cloning vector, so like a plasmid or a virus, uh, and then you have to amplify this now. The virus can't make it on its own. What do viruses do? They go in, they infect host cells, and they hijack that host cell's machinery to do its work for them. That's exactly what we're doing, except we're making it happen. So we take this DSDNA, we inject it into a cloning vector, so like a virus or a plasmid, and now the... um, uh, the amplification step occurs, where the cloning vector is added to a bacteria or something that'll do your work for you, a phage or something, microphage, um, for mass production. So the bacteria is what actually makes the coded DNA sequence for us. Um, it, it makes the sequence that we were interested in. And that's actually the entire process. So kind of just overviewing, because I know I do, use a lot of acronyms. We have our protein, we have using it, we have our coded mRNA strand, because it was used to make that protein, right? We use perform reverse transcription to make complementary single stranded DNA. Then now the problem is we need a second strand, we need it to be double strand, because we're trying to make DNA. So now we use DNA polymerase to make that second strand out pops DS DNA. Now put DS DNA in the virus or plasmid, put that virus in a bacteria and the bacteria makes the the sequences for you. Why did we have to make DNA at all? Because remember, you're injecting it into a virus, and they're compatible with DNA, not RNA so it has to be DNA and that's why we had to make dsDNA.